0: Quick shout out guys to our sponsors, Anglesey Family Chiropractic. They're in Coeur d'Alene, they're in Spokane Valley. Dr. Craig Anglesey, I've known this dude for 30 plus years. He's an amazing family man, awesome chiropractor. Will get you feeling great, go check him out. I also wanna give a shout out to The Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Look, listening to this show is like sitting around a campfire with your best friends. The talk is real, the humor is natural, and personal growth is sparked by authenticity. Go check him out. Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. Bryce, you're the current XFN Bantamweight champion, man. Thank you so much for your time, man. Yes, I appreciate
1: sir. it. No problem, bro. going to be here. We're a yeah. in the spot.
0: Yeah, come on, man. I like to start my shows off at the beginning, man. Where'd you grow up, and, and what was uh-huh. childhood like
1: for you? Yeah, so I'm from South Florida. Um, I say South Florida because there's a difference. There's there's South Florida, and then okay. there's, there's the rest of Florida. Okay. So, so there's, like, there's like Miami to Palm Beach, and then anything after that, I call that Georgia. I don't even I have never been over there. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> so I grew up in um with my mom, living with my mom basically in uh, Boynton Beach, Florida. Yeah. Uh, I always played sports growing up, but I never like I never knew what like commitment was or like I always played just for fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was never like serious about it. And then just growing up, like I just kept like I kept like getting into trouble and my head wasn't on straight and I was playing sports like I was good, but I didn't know how to like fully commit to something. Yeah. So as older I got, I kept getting in like more and more trouble. Keep my grades dropping, and getting kicked out of school, all that, Thanks. which, um, which actually got me into fighting. So I don't know if you want me to like, kick it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, come on. Yeah. I, lo- I
0: mean, I was going to ask, like, how did you get introduced to MMA and who introduced you?
1: Yeah, for sure. So like, it was like the end of 10th grade. Okay. I, um, I had to keep like a certain uh, grade average to be in my school because it was out of um, my district. Yeah. So I didn't keep that. So I got kicked out of school. And at the same time I was getting in trouble. I got caught up with the cops at like 16 years old. So I had, I went from my mom's house and I relocated to my dad's house. And then I, I couldn't, didn't have the grades to play sports anymore. So like, we were just like, what are we going to do with me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't have anything. So my dad, I don't know if it was my dad or if I like I voluntarily like, wanted to go. But there was like this boxing gym right down the street from my dad's, so I just started getting into that. I was boxing for like four or five months, and I met I met my boy named Anthony, and he was a wrestler at the school that I got transferred to. Okay. So I was I was like, um, I'll show you some hands if you show me some wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and then that's how I got into wrestling in high school, and I was doing some jujitsu here and there too. So I did everything basically like except MMA. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then. So right when I graduated high school, I was like, "Let me just try MMA because every sport I've tried, I, I played pretty much every sport: basketball, football, baseball, all that." I was like, "Let me try MMA, Um, do it for fun." It was never nothing was ever serious to me until recently. Right. But um, so I started doing MMA, and then yeah, that's pretty much how I got into fighting. Come on. Because I kept getting in trouble, and then
0: yeah,
1: started boxing, started wrestling, and yeah, that's it.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, hopefully I can get this timeline right. So you had the Bantamweight title. Then you go to fight for the Featherweight title. You lost. You go back to fight for the Bantamweight title. You lost again. Six months mm-hmm. later, you fight for the Bantamweight title, and you win in the first round. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully right. that's correct.
1: Yeah, for sure. So okay. my my fighting career kind of has three stages to it. Yeah. So my first three fights, literally for fun. Like, I didn't think anything else. I was just getting in the cage. Okay. I was blacking out. Okay. I was blacking out, and I was just fighting for fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, and then after my third fight, the reason why this switch happened after my third fight is because I fought some dude named Dustin uh, Lampro, shout out to the Scrappy. We're cool now. We're boys. But he was, like, he had, like, ten fights, and I fought him on, like, my third fight. Okay. And uh, he was training with, like, Tyrone Woodley, like, ATT Coconut Creek with all the, all the real drillers. Yeah. And then I beat, I beat him, like, just doing it for fun. Like, literally, I fought in there. Like, it was straight instincts. Like, I barely, like, knew what I was doing when I was in the cage. Just, okay. like, off physical talent. I beat him. And at the same time, my boy Jared too solid. You probably heard me bring up bring him up a couple of times. But yeah. he moved into me, moved in with me, and we decided we're gonna do this for real. Cause we're both talented. We're like we got nothing else going for us. We just we just gonna fade. We're gonna fight for our lives. You want know I me? Mean? Yeah. And then after that I took it a little more serious, but not not I know what it takes to really make it to that next level and I, I still wasn't doing the right things. Cause after the third fight I won two more. And then I took my, my first loss, and I took my second loss back-to-back. Back. And those were my only two losses. Yeah. So that's when this, that's when the second switch came in. And I was like, so what am I really doing right now? Am I going to fight, or what am I going to do? Am I going to join the military? Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. So, and then after my second loss, I, I was kind of at the drawing board, like, what am I going to do? And then I got with mom, one of my boys, out, Lugo. I don't know if you heard of him. He's doing his thing in the pros. You need to get him on here for sure. But cool. He really he really got my switch, like, like, what I need to do, like, mentally, like, it's not just, like, a physical sport. Like, what I need to do, like, for real. Yeah. You know, I got to really commit to this. Like I got to put everything into this. And then I had that, The um after the Coos fight, I fought JC Ciotti for the, to get the belt back. And then that camp was the best camp I ever had. I put my whole soul into that camp. I put everything I had into that camp. And then he was a game, game opponent, but I really just cleaned that boy in the first round. Like, he landed one punch the whole fight and he's Not never he, he never really got taken out like that in the first round before and then right. I did it to him so so yeah but my game is on a whole nother level now that I made that second switch and yeah. then i had like two more fights lined up after that but it just kept falling out and um i don't know i'm just so excited to to fight again but yeah that's where the second switch came in okay the next fight you see me it's going to be it's going to be legendary
0: yeah Come on, man. And you fought your whole career if, if topology is correct with XFN. I've heard nothing but yeah, great yeah. stuff about those guys. But what's been your experience mm. working with them?
1: Yeah, no, it's awesome. Like I was like 19 years old, ranked number one in the state, XFN, all the all the video shoots, interviews, gold belts. Like all my friends were like, Bro, when are you gonna fight Conor McGregor? I'm like, cuz I'm <laughs> not even I'm not even professional yet. I'm not even getting paid. Like, what are you talking about? Right. But yeah, no, XF, XFN is um is um very good for sure. So uh, Daniel K. That's my right advice. on.
0: And, and you were supposed to make your pro debut back in March. Obviously the road hit, mm-hmm. that got delayed. But uh, what can the fans expect to see you step into the cage as a pro? And, and do you know which promotion you want to to make that debut with?
1: Yeah, no. So um, when I go pro, I'm trying to find someone that's like trying to work with me. Because when I go pro, I was supposed – they asked me to fight July 18th. But okay. I, I came to the conclusion yesterday that I don't really want to do that. Like when I go pro – I want to go on a run, just like I did when I first started fighting, like I want to go five and oh probably within one year, like five fights within one year. Gotcha Because, like this is, this is a game where once you get attention, you gotta keep your name out there. You can't just yep. fight one time and fight six months later, and right you gotta keep that you gotta keep that attention on you, so I'm gonna give it a little more time, try to let the world get a little more normal again because everything's yeah. still crazy yeah, and then I want to go on my my run my gotcha. these fights coming up, you're gonna see crazy amount of skills that you' never seen at this level before. Yeah, now you fight
0: at one thirty five. Is mm-hmm. are you planning on staying at one thirty five as a pro? Uh,
1: hopefully, every every weight cut is getting harder and harder. Okay. And I, I'm still young, like I'm still growing into my body, so, But eh, I'll probably end up at one forty five. Okay. If I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. If I'm yeah. Being honest, but one
0: thirty five is where I'm at right now. Okay, I was gonna ask kind of what's that walk around weight for you and the weight cut pro- process for you? It sounds like it's it's getting harder, so you probably go to one forty five.
1: Yeah. Um so I walk around like one fifty five. But okay. I'm not big. You you know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not that I'm not that muscular. So when yeah. I'm like I'll be cutting weight with my boys when we all have a fight and we'll all sit in the in the sauna for like thirty minutes and they all lose like ten pounds and I'm over there dying. I only lost like two pounds. I still got like eight <laughs> pounds to go. because I don't I don't sweat that much, like I'm not that big. So cutting weight yeah. is just harder for me. Right. But going up to one forty five, I feel like I'll be healthier, more like, fight week, I'll be more into it instead of just dying. And it'll just be better for me. But I can still make 35 right now. But 45, I'll probably switch soon. Gotcha. Okay. What's
0: the backstage, you know, feelings for you? Are you ever getting nervous or scared to walk out there at all?
1: Yeah, no, backstage, is kind of weird. The whole the whole fight week, um, I'm kind of, like, zoned out. Like, you can ask my boys. Like, they'll, like, talk to me. But I'm, like, not really. Man. Like, I'm so focused. Like I can't, I can barely like even communicate. Like backstage, I get like really mad for some reason. Like, does this dude really think he's gonna beat me right now? Like, I get super mad. But now the mad more part, like, I'm gonna go out there and start like throwing bombs. So I'm just like, I got, I gotta put him away. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just okay. get mad and I just get really in like zen. You know what I mean? Like flow state.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome, mm-hmm. man. I got these things called pod decks. They're essentially mm-hmm. just random questions. I wanted to transition to some fun questions here for us, real for quick. For sure, for sure.
1: I'll That's pull good. one of these
0: out and hopefully it's not a flop, but uh, let's see what this mm-hmm. one says. Get it. Which words or phrases do you most overuse?
1: <laughs> so I say right now I have this thing where I keep saying, yes, sir. Like after everything, like okay. I'll be at work and my boss will be like, going, can you do this? I'll be like, yes, sir. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I'm tripping. Okay. And then, um, I say, I say I'm from Florida. We all say jit a lot. Okay. Like, I get in trouble saying that I like, got, I don't know. It just means like person, like JIT, like literally just mean person. Yeah. I'll be calling my mom like, yo, what's up, JIT? Like, you probably like, <laughs> I, I just say that. It's just like in my vocabulary. I got to get it out of my head, though. What's yeah.
0: something on your bucket list, man, that you got to go check off?
1: First of all, I only left Florida once. So just going anywhere in the whole world is a bucket list to me just traveling because I have yeah. really seen nothing. I saw New York and when I went there, I was like, I want to move here. This is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, other bucket list, I want to bungee jump, I want to skydive, I want I don't, to, I don't know what that thing's called when you, like, literally, like, glide in the air, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, hang glider? Yeah, hang glider, I want to do that. Okay. I want to, I want to get good at surfing, I got a whole bunch of stuff, but nice. it's all going to come out, yeah.
0: Okay, okay. Hey, I'm a music sure. guy, but what's a favorite type of music or favorite band for you?
1: Music, I, to be honest, I only really, really listen to, like, rap music okay i I like if i'm at the club or something and some spanish comes on i rock with that heavy yeah um i don't know there's certain moods for everything like if i'm at like if i'm on like in like delray beach and they're playing some some rock at at sandbar i'll be lit too like it (laughs) all just depends on the mood (laughs)
0: yeah do you change your walkout song or do you walk out to the same song
1: uh i change it but it's all it's all it's all all rap like it's all like music that makes me like get into like that killer mode. Cause I don't really have that in me naturally to just go out there and hurt someone. Like I'm like a friendly person. So I have sure. to like the whole training camp and just walking out, I have to get in that mindset. Like I'm really going to hurt you. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I have, I have to get into that mindset. Okay. <laughs> Last question for you. Uh, who's a favorite fighter for you? Favorite fighter right now. I would have to say George Masvidal just cause he's from South Florida. He's doing yeah. his thing. Finally, he's been in the game been fine pro like 17 16 years and he's yeah. finally getting his clout right and, and he and his his skills are on a whole another level so he's he's gonna keep doing his thing Yep. hopefully because yep. i heard he's having some drama with the ufc right now right so i'm not too sure
0: hopefully they pay him up and quit being stingy with their money man uh, yeah no
1: you know. i was reading some i was reading something i don't know if it, if it's serious but they're they literally only pay the fighters like 20 percent of what they make off a pay-per-view
0: right yep i've heard that as well yeah it's it's pretty interesting man you know and when you sell them for what a billion bucks or you know some whatever they sold for last year four billion dollars or something like that is four billion yeah pretty pretty insane like you're, that good, the you're good for the
1: rest of your life yeah right. you don't need to keep robbing these people <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> but i have only fought amateurs so right now like making any money to me is just is just good like yep
0: yeah you know what i mean well, I also wanted to give you an opportunity, Bryce, to give a shout-out to sponsors, coaches, teammates, anything like that, man. The camera's all yours, brother.
1: Yeah, I actually don't have no sponsors. No, no one likes me. No, you okay. But I'll, I'll, I'll just give a shout-out to my boys. Yeah. Uh, Derek Tussaud, that's my brother. We got to get a DNA test. I think we're really, like, really brothers. I think we really came <laughs> in the same place. But <laughs> shout-out to my boy, John A1Lugo. Shout-out him out earlier. Shout-out to my pops. He's probably the only bigger fan of myself than me. Okay. He um he really believes in me like more than anything. Awesome. Shout out to all my boys I turn up with Cali and Pezo, Lil Pezzo, Riley, all them boys. Okay, but yeah, just shout out my people.
0: Awesome, man. Such an honor to have you on my show, dude. I'm excited to for see you sure, go pro it. and continue that win uh, streak you got going there, man. And yeah, thank the, you again. The next run I
1: make is gonna be legendary. I want yeah. you to um for sure come out to my next flight. I'm gonna hit you up.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. For it's sure, it's quite sure. the flight for me, but absolutely, dude. <laughs> I
1: don't know, I got you. I got you. i will make sure you're good. VIP room everywhere. Hard rock, you good. All right, Bryce, thanks so much,
0: <laughs> man, for your time. Such an honor to have you on the show, man. what's going on guys thank you so much for watching this video today i really appreciate it if you could go and share this everywhere you can leave us a review leave us a rating we would really appreciate it that helps us get the word spread out about our podcast and about our show and we can bring you amazing stories of the people that we bring on for the bearded biz and the top rated mma show thank you again have an awesome day